Thank you guys for joining us tonight for tonight's topic is the frequency of God. Um, definitely something I believe, I believe that we can all tune into uh, when we understand the totality that all that God is. And um, so let's explore that uh, topic tonight. And I wanted to start off with the Fibonacci sequence, uh, not really created, but more discovered by Leonardo Fibonacci. Um, what he discovered was a pattern in nature. And that pattern started with adding up some numbers. So one plus one is two, uh, one plus two is three. And then we're taking the last number that that, equal, that equaled out and putting it in being the first number in the sequence. So again, one plus one is two, one plus two is three, two plus three is five, three plus five is eight, five plus eight is 13. And then you would add again, 13 plus 21 uh, and so on and so forth. So. What this is, is it creates like the golden ratio, right? So when you take 13 and divide it by the last number eight, you get a number that's 1.618. It's very, uh, there it is, 0.618. Um, that's the golden ratio. It's in all kinds of things, uh, all in nature. And what's really interesting is it's almost like a, a literally like a frequency, the golden ratio um, and the way it works with these numbers, um, it's all over the place and everything that we find in nature. And when we take these numbers, and so I said one plus one is two, and then two plus one is three, right? Three plus two is five. So we did one and one, and then two, and these are two uh, blocks by two. This one is a three by three and a five by five. So as we add all those numbers into this kind of matrix, it creates, a spiral. So this is a incredible design that we see all throughout nature, right? And as, as big as it gets, we take the next number. What's the next number sequence after 21? It's 34. So if we had to add 34 in there, it'd be, you know, it would continue to spiral on and on and on. Uh, I just don't have a picture of that big. Uh, oh, here. Okay. So here's 34, 55. And like I said, no matter how big it is, it's going to continue to be the same amount uh, of uh, spiral coming out, 89, 144. We've heard that number before. 144 is a resonant frequency for sure, 144,000 in the Bible. So these spirals create our entire life, all nature, right? Everything that we see from shells, um, pine cones, even the way that these pine cones spiral out, each one is 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 a completely... Some are more perfect than others, but they're all spiraling out and they're all forming in the same way with geometry and math. Um, it's everywhere in nature that we that we look. We literally see these designs all over the place, you know, from fish and shellfish and animals and people. Um, flowers, the way the flowers spiral out is the Fibonacci sequence. The horns of a ram, uh, the tail of a seahorse. Um, it's everywhere from the big to the small, to the microcosm, to the macrocosm, um, hurricanes, the galaxies. Uh, there's nothing that we, that we can't zoom out and zoom into enough that we're not going to see these patterns, no matter how big or, or small. I do believe that's part of the, um, you know, we were created in the image of God, right? We're all spirals too. Um, no matter, no matter what, even in the top left hand corner, you see the the fetus in there uh, developing embryo, I guess at that point, embryo developing in the spiral-like patterns as well. Um, even in our fingerprints, flowers, uh, we see the Fibonacci 
sequence in waves, even how water, you know, creates waves and tides. So as we look deeper into nature, then we will understand everything better. No matter how far we zoom in or zoom out, we see the same patterns over and over again. Meaning, you know, we are a microcosm of the macrocosm, each and every single one of us. I think it's even really cool that uh, we see a lot of these, um, you know, crop circles that are created in the same Fibonacci pattern. These are uh, one of the things about mathematics and geometry. It's the language of God, literally. I mean, you know, not everybody on our planet speaks the same language. We have many, many, many different languages. But math is always the same. You know, one plus one is always two. And every, you know, they have different words for it. But that matrix of how numbers work and how numbers create things, and you know, um, that's always the same. Math is always the same. It is a universal language. And where there's matter, there's geometry, no matter what. Uh, even down to the, our, to the smallest DNA. The DNA is a double helix spiral wave pattern, just like a galaxy or a hurricane. Um, so again, we take those numbers, in, in, you know, eight and divided by five, and we get like one point six lane. As we go out into the frequent into that um, sequence, the farther out we get, uh, when we divide that the number, the last number by the last, the number before in the sequence. Sorry, um, you get a number that's even closer to the golden ratio. So it's almost like as this number sequence evolves out you're actually becoming closer and closer to the golden ratio, more symmetrical, more perfect, more divine, you know, more beautiful to look at. But every single one of those numbers is in the abdomen of the ants to the whole body. Um, no matter what, you know, your hand to your arm length is the Fibonacci sequence, your finger. So, I mean, um, you know, when we, when we uh, close our hands, you know, you can take, that little tiny part of your finger, your your in your fingertip, and then the next part and the next part. And when you um, when you divide those parts into Fibonacci sequence, that's why when you close your hand, you have a spiral in your hand. You literally have a spiral in your hand. Like that's because your hand is a Fibonacci sequence. You know, each one of these pieces is one point six one eight. You know, to the next, and um, heartbeats and galaxies. And uh, no matter where you look, you know, the feathers of a peacock. The DNA molecule is literally the Fibonacci sequence. Um, the whole body, the whole body of a human, no matter how tall or how short someone is, the proportions of, of a human in their face and their body, uh, the nose is 1.618 linked to the mouth, 1.618 uh, from the eyes to the nose, the eyebrows, the you know, and and really. The closer they are to the golden ratio, usually the more attractive, the more symmetrical these people are. Um, just again, just like the you know evolution rolling out, the farther, farther we go out to the sequence, and we take that last number divided by the number before it, you're going to get a number that's even closer to the golden ratio, even closer to that 1.618. And divine, it's like a divine ratio. And, and again, there's no doubt when you really think about it, and you see some of these pictures, and you're like, I didn't even think about that. My ear is a spiral. Um, again, the hand is a spiral, the, the arms, the forearm, the hand, and then even the smaller one inside of the hand, you know, like I said, each, each individual digit. And that's what I said earlier. Even your hand has a spiral in it. The way that trees, that, that, that way that they grow, and then they're constantly kind of spinning around and throwing out branches as it gets bigger and bigger. And these branches, the way that it, the way that it, um, 
you know, grows branches out, helps balance it out too. So these numbers you see 21, 8, 13, you know, and the, and the total number of branches on each larger branch uh, is a Fibonacci sequence, but it helps balance it out um, to create a more sturdy tree. So even the way that the plants actually grow, they're growing to the Fibonacci sequence. It's, it's, it's basically God's divine blueprint, you know, right? And um, I mean, again, uh, may not be something people most people see as positive or whatever, but it, it's still the way, you know, a hurricane, um, you know, the mentions of a hurricane is still in that Fibonacci sequence in the same of a galaxy or anything else. Um, it's just so incredibly awesome to realize that uh, there are as many atoms in a single molecule of your DNA as there are stars in the galaxy. So each and every single one of us, ourself, is a tiny universe. You know what I mean? All of us have these Fibonacci sequences in us, these spirals in us, this DNA that spirals out. Um, we all have the same amount of molecules as the galaxy does. No matter how far we zoom in or, or zoom out of the universe, we see the same things over again. So you zoom out and see a galaxy, you zoom in even to you or to me. We are our own little universe with our own little laws and our own belief systems and everything else. That's something incredible to just to just to realize for a second, just to sit here and contemplate and just like let that soak in. Like you are a truly I don't, your own universe uh, with your own laws and belief systems and how powerful each and every single one of us are. It's that, you know, kind of this God smack moment where we're just like uh, all the dots are connecting and we realize we're divine. All these sacred geometry symbols the way that cells split in the body to become multi-cell organisms, the way the stars work in the galaxy. Really, when it comes down to when we really look at it, we really do see the same patterns and the same things evolving in the same way and different things evolving in the same way. Uh, it really is this divine blueprint of how the universe is constantly working. And, you know, if we just pay attention a little bit, we realize like, I am not separate from that. Each and every single one of us, we are part of nature. And, you know, even looking at this, you know, close up of an eye, it looks like a forest. And there's no doubt about it. Like when, when Christ referred to people as, you know, trees, you know, a good tree doesn't bear bad fruit. He wasn't talking about the trees out in nature. You know, we ourselves are walking, talking trees. And I mean, right here, look at it. Your fingerprint and the cross-section of a tree itself. I mean, they're almost identical. And each and every, each and every uh, cross-section is just as unique as each and every fingerprint is. Isn't it that crazy that uh, no matter how many billion people there are on the planet right now, seven to eight, and, and how many billions or trillions have been on the planet, no one has the same fingerprint. Uh, each and every one of us completely the same in how we evolve and how we grow and everything else, but completely unique into the story of the universe, you know, part of, you know, just incredible. Um, and now by taking that little bit of information I just gave you that there's a Fibonacci sequence that all life kind of manifests in the same way, you know, you can take these numbers and you can use them for whatever you want to, and you can make stronger buildings. You can use it in architecture. You can create the pyramids this way. And these buildings will be more sound, you know, more sturdy uh, and, you know, have kind of a divine essence about them by just building 
buildings with these same numbers that nature has, you know, shown us and, and, and creates life in general. You know, when we create our buildings and we create our music, when we create, um, you know, our life, we need to have these uh, frequencies and these numbers uh, in mind um, if you want to have, you know, healthy, a healthier, happier lifestyle, you know, um, because certainly the universe and uh, nature is showing us that um, this world is literally just spiraling out uh, of creation and we're all a part of it. We're definitely not separate from it. This is a very cool one. Uh, just broccoli. Um, I forgot the name of it exactly, but uh, it's a fractal spiraling broccoli. Literally looks like this. I've seen it at the stores before and just incredible. But each one of these is a little kind of universe in itself, right? Spiraling out. And what's incredible about that is uh, Benoit Mandelbrot um, actually found this uh, in mathematics when computers started to be coming out in the 70s or whatever. He, he was able to come up with a mathematical equation that um, showed fractal geometry. And he, had, he created a, a, you know, a, an equation that could be infinitely zoomed in or zoomed out of. And, you know, it was basically like fractals. And, and they call it the, you know, uh, this was the, the Buddha bro, basically, right? The, the, this is what it came up with. When you type that equation and you put it into a computer, this is what you get. And it looks like a little Buddha on its side. Um, there's definitely no doubt about that. But anyway, this image could be zoomed in infinitely so you just pick you know any point in that um in that image and just start zooming in and you'll see the same images over and over again no matter what part of the cracks that are spirals that you want that you want to start at you're going to see the same things over and over and over and you're going to get the same um the same pictures over again uh incredible you know absolutely incredible information that he was able to, and again, I don't think that it was something he created. I believe that it's something that, that he discovered. You know, he discovered that mathematics is fractals, that creation is fractals. It's something that we, you know, it, it's something to, to discover, not something that to create. We were literally understanding it and, and uh, realizing how nature works. And so, you know, we are nature, you know, no matter you look at a leaf, you look at the human heart and the blood vessels inside of it, the river network of the Amazon, no matter how far you zoom in or zoom out, we see the same stuff over again. So now, now that we've got the Fibonacci sequence, now that we've talked a little bit about fractals, this is probably one of the most incredible discoveries I feel like we should learn in school, uh, but we never did. At least I definitely did in the school I went to, and most people I know did. But somatics is literally the study of sound vibrations. Um, an incredible thing that actually sound does have vibrations and it creates images. Um, this is this is water with, um, you know, just like a water droplet being vibrated by frequencies to create images. Um, the, the first that I, in my research that I found was a guy named Ernest Cladney who took a violin bow and a metal plate and he put sand on it. And he would strum the uh, violin bow down the side and it would create images. Um, just like this, this is a still shot of those kind of pictures and images. And he jotted them all down, you know, from the most simple to the most complex. 
uh, each image that he got, and he was recording all of these. And every time he, you know, he strummed his bow in a different way, in a different sound, he got a different image. The, the sound literally shifted into um, you know geometry, which I think is absolutely incredible. And I think this is an incredible statement, too, by Max Planck. All matter originates and exists only by virtue of a force. We must assume behind that force the existence of a conscious and intelligent mind. This mind is the matrix of all matter. You know, meaning that the way everything works, right? The way the stars, you know, move around. Like, obviously, our sun is not stationary. It's moving in time and space. Our planets are moving and revolving around it. The galaxies are moving. Uh, our universe is probably moving around in this multiverse. And every, the way everything moves around, the way everything dances is all part of this incredible uh, vibration that's literally, you know, just kind of beneath the surface of everything. It's everywhere. It's omnipotent. It's omnipresent. It's all the time. It's, um, it's, constantly, it's constantly happening. So again, this is a metal plate with salt or sugar, you know, crystalline structure on it being vibrated through frequency. I thought about adding a, you know, video, but just for the sake of time, I just would do still images. I would suggest that you guys all um, just look up somatics, you know, go on YouTube, whatever, uh, just type it in. You'll find incredible pictures. You'll see incredible, um, you know, images uh, from, you know, the sand shifting in different ways. Uh, and what's cool is like you look at these and there's different hertz, right? Different hertz create very specific uh, images. And a lot of these, you, you've probably seen Sumerian artwork, you've seen on, um, you know, glass windows in churches, um, on the sides of pyramids, you know, these images are everywhere. Um, they, you just have to be a little bit more aware of what you're looking at. Know what you're looking at to know that, you know, they're putting images on churches and they need that to explain, you know, this is sound technology. So one of the coolest ones is, you know, that I've seen recently is, so somatics is they're usually doing um, salt or sugar on a metal plate. And then you get like that two dimensional image change. Um, but again, I think if you didn't have any gravity in there, you'd have a multi-dimensional shape that was in there that you could see. But I think the next best thing that we could see is, uh, like cornstarch to vibrate cornstarch in uh, in a bowl with these same frequencies creates incredible images. And some of the one best ones that I've seen, um, you know, when they're moving all around, it literally, it literally looks like people dancing, you know, and animals and and life itself. They're just moving around dancing in cornstarch. You stop the music and it falls down but it looks like arms and legs and heads and just moving and dancing. And when you, when I saw that for the first time, I was like, Oh my God, that's us. You know, that there's, there's a sound there's gotta be a frequency that's being played throughout the entire universe. That's organizing and creating and helping us evolve and grow. That's being, that's on the underlining of everything that everything is, is moving and dancing according to, this song that's being played uh that's why they call it the universe and this is a um you know water droplet with the same frequencies being played in it so you can see that geometry in it and you know you guys know about dr emoto uh he put 
words and sounds and music and played them for water and then froze the water really fast and he got crystalline images as long as they were positive you know uh, our prayed our prayed over thankful you know peace love harmony uh, definitely got negative with no sym symmetry in the negative uh, words and or pictures and people and uh, you know sometimes um, rock music you know really heavy metals and things like that definitely created um, you know images that weren't symmetrical or whatever but he froze that water and you looked at a microscope and these are the images he saw under his microscope which which blew me away you know um so these are these are again these that that's the geometry of you know that music or that song or that word you know, even words whole vibration you know that's why they call it spelling it holds a spell it holds a vibration the thoughts that you think the emotions that you feel the words that you say the things that you wear in your clothes, all of it has a vibration and all of it's moving all the time. You know, nothing's ever really still. Even the earth while we're on it is moving, what, 16,000 miles an hour through time and space? Like, kind of like a car. You feel like you're you're uh, still when you're driving, but, you know, if that car was to suddenly stop, you know, you'd all, uh, you know, go through the windshield or if you didn't have your seatbelt on. Um, same thing. I mean, our earth is still moving fast around. Everything is moving all the time. Um, but here, uh, in these images right here of these snowflake-like images, crystal images, what's important about these are, these are certain frequencies, 396 and 639, 741, 852. Um, and what's really cool about these is that if you change all the numbers up, they're all the same numbers for um, each image, not every single one, but the same images are used over again, same numbers are used over again. Um, like in a matrix where they're changed up. So like 528, 852, um, they're, they're changed up. And there are other ones that are, you know, lower in the hertz and higher in hertz, but they create these snowflake-like images. So when you're watching somatics on you know, YouTube and the metal plate has these frequencies being played in it, what's fascinating is, you know, it, you've got this one image and as the frequency starts, it gets higher and higher and higher and higher. It holds, holds, holds. And then all of a sudden, it just one quick change of the hertz and man, everything just changes abruptly and super quickly. Um, and that is, it's just astonishing that they hold these frequencies just for a while. And then all of a sudden, bam, once that frequency gets high enough, it changes into something else. Now that that's, this is a prelude to another talk that'll happen later on, but that is what's going on on our earth right now. We're having a frequency sweep. That's why everything is to be sped up and everything seems to be changing so rapidly. We are in a frequency seat and the, the hertz of the earth, which is the Schumann County resonance, was said to be about seven hertz. And they thought, you know, 100 years ago, that was just what it was going to be and what it would always be until the 80s, where it started to really rise up. And I think we're almost about 14 hertz now. So we've almost doubled in my lifetime. So we are, we are going up in a higher vibrational frequency. We're having a frequency sweep. Uh, we call that essential, we can call that whatever we want to. But... We are literally, uh, you know, the, the music of the earth is speeding up to a more harmonious, uh, symmetrical, uh, if you will, harmonious frequency that we can either match or we won't. Plain and simple. It's not any judgment on it. You either match it or you don't. Uh, if you don't match it, you'll, you'll get a chance to go somewhere else and, and use your vibration somewhere else. But this earth is having a, a frequency sweep. And um, so we have to move along with it. And it's just incredible 
that, I mean, here again, these are the Hertz 1021, 241, and these are plates, just what I was showing you before, metal plates and sand and sugar or sand and sugar or something on it. Salt, you can do it with salt too. Um, but just look at the coherency here, where these obviously look exactly like this turtle shell. So all life, you know what I mean? Again, these are two-dimensional images of salt or sugar on a flat plate. But if we didn't have gravity, you know, this is what we would see probably, you know, a multi-dimensional, you know, most people say three-dimensional, but um, you know, an animal that's that's living and breathing and the whole reason for his whole existence of what it looks like has to do with the sound vibration that's emitting from this earth. So I would, I would, you know, um, honestly suggest that, you know, as our frequency changes, the human beings, the animals, the plant life on this planet will literally change right along with it. Some of the things may still look similar, but some of the old things that we had may not be here anymore and they may evolve to look completely different than they did before. Now, continually talking about that sound, the sound that resonates through all the universe, through all life, through all the multiverse, probably even, right? And, uh, you know, we have this symbol called the Om in Eastern religions that they, that they came up with. And to me, a symbol is something that's it's important, right? They didn't just write this little 30 down and be like, oh, man, this is what we're going to call the frequency of God right here. We're going to call it the Om, and we're just going to make it up. So I, I don't believe in that. <laughs> in fact, I had a bit of a download one day after watching hours and hours and hours of the somatics. Uh, it hit me that um, I just looked at this, you know, metal plate and I was like, that's the ohm sign in there. But it's the microcosm of the macrocosm. Now, if this right here doesn't make your hair stand up on your edge of your uh, in your arms, you're in the wrong Zoom call tonight. Because to me, this is absolutely 100% proof that this symbol came from somewhere they didn't just make it up but it is I just took a pen and I just drew over the top it's just a you know microcosm of the macrocosm the dots are there and everything and I just cut it in half you know what I mean again this would extend out but you know you can't put that whole thing on a piece of paper or, you know on a symbol or something you just have to take a portion of it it may not work for you but to me this is 100% coherence that I had, a, I had a moment, I had a revelation, I had a realization. I was like, you know, this thing came from somewhere. This symbol came into my life. I was very attracted to it, just like somatics did. And then all of a sudden I took those synchronicities and I, I made them one and I realized, whoa, this thing's came to my life for a reason to show me something. What an incredible uh, symbol here and what an incredible thing to realize. Like these people are talking about something that's real. They're not just made it up. Um, this symbol literally you know, goes along with somatic pictures that you see. Um, it's just absolutely astonishing and amazing. Changed my life and, you know, made me really honestly understand um, that God really is a frequency. It's it's a way of being. It's a way of understanding, of tuning in to who we really are. The science of God and how to tune into God frequencies. We all know that quantum physics is teaching us that we need to tune into God. But it's not just the frequency. The gain or volume of the frequency is equally important. Right. So when we're talking about those those frequencies earlier, 852, 741, 639, um, the scientific chart shows us analysis of which God frequencies have the highest gain and which chakras operate at those frequencies. In order to stimulate the chakral vibrations, they must be struck 
just as a piano string must be struck to an acute vibration. A tuning fork of the matching frequency works best, but due to their small size, the blow must be forceful. River rocks work well also. You know, you can hit these frequencies and tune up yourself. Like literally, I believe that um, we all get out of tune. Our emotions get us out of tune. Our thoughts, our beliefs, our laws to our own universe get us out of tune. And we need yoga, healthy eating, you know, living spring water, uh, mantras, meditation. All of those things help us tune up a little bit more. But I, I definitely believe the frequencies. There's a reason why these monks sit on top of mountaintops and ohm and 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 chant and sing these you know ancestral songs of frequency with these ancient languages that create tones and vibrations in our body that's different than English, right? It's not a very powerful language. It's very almost kind of a dumbed down language in comparison to even Hebrew or Greek or Latin. Um, but when you go back to Sanskrit and those things, these really, you know, very vibrational frequency languages, to me, they're almost like technologies to open up these chakra points in us. And so uh, these are a little bit more extended of some of the ones we've already seen, 174 to 963. But again, if you look across you look across the line on each each and every one of them. Uh, one seventy four becomes four seventeen to seven forty one, um, three ninety six to six thirty nine to ninety three. They're the same numbers switched. Uh, very very cool. Very incredible patterns of geometry there to see, to know, to recognize, and to realize. You know that each one of these frequencies does different things for people. Um, one of the things I would probably suggest right away, if you never heard of these and you wanted to sit down and have a meditation with one, you know, 528, you know, it's a frequency of love. It repairs DNA. Um, uh, just quickly, one of the first times I ever really started to meditate, listening to some of these tones like this, imagining, uh, you know, being like a, a wave of, of, of energy, um, you know, letting go of my name and everything, I had huge revelations um, listening to these things. And I would say, you know, when you listen to 174 that removes pain, let think about yourself removing the pain, you know, the liberation of fear and guilt. When you listen to 396, think about that. Allow yourself to let go of the fear and the guilt that we've all felt for so many dumb things, right? That, that, that we should have been better. No, man, life is tough and it's hard. And this is, you know, just... You're going to experience things. That's fine. You know, things are going to happen. Don't, you know, bring yourself down and, and hate yourself because of something that you did. Let that go. Um, but when you're listening to certain things, you know, research it and find out what all these these have. Uh, what do they have in tune with them? What do they what do they help with? What do they help release? And really imagine those things happening where you listen to these sounds. Listen to them overnight sometimes uh, while you're asleep. I've experienced incredible um, revelations, aha moments, eureka moments, whatever you want to call them, just by listening to these, you know, sitting in meditation, laying in the dark in my bed, um, you know, a number of uh, really cool things have happened just by, you know, really listening to this kind of music. Um, and one other thing I think it's important to the, um, the frequency of music is out of tune. Um, I believe 
we were at what uh, was it four 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 thirty four forty, and we completely it was four thirty two, and then they changed it to four forty. It's an unharmonious sound, right? Uh, an unharmonious frequency as as four thirty two is. So all music and everything has been really lined up and and in tune to this music that's out of vibration with everything else. And I feel like if we went back to what we had before, this change for whatever reason it was done um, to that 432 frequency, it would really change um, everything for us, you know, as far as more harmonious music and lifestyles. And um, it was just really interesting. Um, while while we all of a sudden just everything was from 432 and went to 440. Um, but I think if we were to tune musical instruments and everything back to that, uh, much more harmonious, more loving people and, and uh, a people that we would be. So the environment is in us, not outside of us. The trees are our lungs, the rivers are our bloodstreams. We are all interconnected. And what you do to the environment, ultimately we do to ourselves. We are not separate from the whole. We are all connected to the sun, the earth, the air. You don't have a life. You are life. Each and every one of us are the universe. We are life itself. We're not separate from it, you know, wishing to be a part of it. I think that's part of whatever has happened to us in the past through music, through culture, um, through religion, education. Uh, we've all got off on to a path that makes us see ourselves as separate. We, we're not good enough. But to be honest, each and every one of us is as good as anybody who ever has came or whoever will. And we're just as important. We're just as connected. We just have to go inside ourselves and see that connection again and to hear that frequency of God that's inside of all of us that's creating everything and that we're all a part of it. No matter if we look at a brain cell, the birth of a cell in our own eyes, we see the same things over and over again, each and every one of us, you know, the same as the birth of a star, the death of a star of a nebula. You know, have a nebula in your own eye. Each of us are made of stardust, you know, created and pulled together in a way to be completely special, to be completely unique. And we aren't even, not even in the slightest, seeing how incredible each and every single one of us are. And each and every single one of us out there not because of the color of someone's skin or their political views or how cool their car is, but because they are here and that they exist, that each and every single person that's alive is a beautiful universe with a beautiful frequency. They may not be the smartest or the, or the best or the, you know, the most understanding. That's okay. Let them be them and let them be their lives. But just to go out in our life, I think how how incredible your life would change if you would walk out your door every day realizing like i can't wait to meet the next person i can't wait to meet the next universe i can't wait to you know see what their laws are what their what their laws of the universe are I can't see how they've you know done up their body and their life and their belief systems and their heart and you know to look at their character i can't wait to you know learn some more today about this incredible universe Instead of, you know, seeing with our eyes this kind of tainted and almost just dumbed down reality that's just been really manipulated in a way to we think that, oh, I live on this crappy street in this crappy part of town or, uh, you know, um, 
it's just no it's just it's just really incredible place to be just to be alive just to be here now um we just need to tune in to that higher vibrational frequency um and realize that you know what if god really is just a metaphor for the universe and we really are created in its image we really are god you know christ said ye are all gods and i do i have i do believe that and i'm starting to i'm starting to believe it i'm starting to know it that god really is a frequency that exists inside of me inside of you and all we have to do is tune in and realize like there's nothing else there's nothing else to to fear there's nothing else to worry about there's nothing else to believe that i don't have nothing everything is here inside of me everything that i need and god is with me all the time and i just have to tune in he never left i i i feel like i'm the prodigal son i've gone out i've done all the things but god never left me always there waiting for me to come back unconditional love waiting for me to come back to realize like you know that's been there all along and i think each and every one of us realize that at some point that you know God is the unconditional love. And we have those incredible moments sometimes, usually by ourselves in our living, our living rooms or our bedrooms, where you feel completely enamored by that unconditional love for us that God really does love you. Then your life is completely changed and you just work for those moments, you know, to get back on that pedestal, back on that wave, um, to feel it all the time. Because I've, you know, I've given, I've been given that message, I've been given that information that. You know, it's not something to get while you're at church or while you're with your most spiritual friends or while you're in some, you know, retreat in Bali. The greatest spirituality is have it here with you all the time, wherever you go. When you go to the grocery store, when you go to the doctor's office, when you bring that most incredible natural essence of yourself wherever you go and you light up the room wherever you are. That, that to me is the most incredible part of spirituality. It's not something that you have to get when you're at some place or you're listening to some music that music is here now all the time and i just want to say thank you guys for joining me tonight um, it's definitely a pleasure to you know express some of these ideas that i just love to talk about so thanks for being here and i appreciate each and every one of you namaste